Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. Brought to you by Jewel Financial. Oh, yeah. Hear ye, hear ye. Jewel Financial. <laughs> the powerful difference wherever you may be. Wow. That's nice. That I is... like that. I think I'm going to keep that. Okay. That'd be our new tagline. That's hot. That's hot. Keep running with it. Well, we work with folks all over the United States. We really have, have evolved into a, a firm that works with people via Zoom. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of our clients now are all over the United States. We meet with them regularly via Zoom. We touch base. We you know, use our, our financial planning portal that we have created to assist them to develop comprehensive plans. And it's, it's fantastic. So if you are uh, someone who is thinking to themselves, you know what, maybe it is time to engage someone at a higher level, let us know. We'd love to have a meeting and see if we're a fit. And if we are, we'll tell you. And if we're not, we'll tell you that too. Absolutely. <laughs> we don't hesitate mm-hmm. to say, you know what, we're probably not right for you, but we can point you in the right direction. So, uh, all right. What else is going on in your life? It's the new year. Have you found a hobby yet? I know I keep hearing mm-hmm. when I listen to your episodes, you're so like, I gotta... my goal is to find a hobby. Collecting milk bottles, following brown road signs, spotting village water pumps, taking pictures of tombstones, Appreciating roundabouts. I've started working out a little bit more in the mornings. It's not uh, a hobby, though. That's I like know, you should I do know. that. Yeah, like, that's a given. What's your new hobby? I, I have started reading a lot more. I got a Kindle for oh, Christmas. Kindle's fire. Um, and I did the the hack where you log into the library. It's not a hack. It's well, glorious. It's the best thing ever. Yeah, and I you mean, and you get the downloads that go straight to your Kindle. I haven't. I have not paid for a book, and I've read all the greats, and yeah, I haven't awesome. paid for a book in. Years. I'm I mean, reading some Goggins right now, so that's Goggins is good. It's intense. Can't, but you it's can't good. hurt me. Um, yes, 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 that's the one I'm reading. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I love my Kindle. I read fiction at night, nonfiction in the morning. I typically have uh, something, you know, something in the motivational, inspirational sort of thing going on. You kind of do like a little book club on the on the That's DIY. my official, non-official book club yeah. that never meets. <laughs> well, I would love, someday in my life, I will be part of a book club. Mm-hmm. I think I, the idea of it is great. In fact, the book club that I know of meets in uh, a bar in Dallas. So That's awesome. <laughs> if a client of ours, you mm-hmm. know, owns the bar, and uh, maybe I'll join that book club and show <laughs> up. Maybe it'll be my excuse once a month to be uh-huh. like, I got to go to Dallas, honey. <laughs> no, I love the idea of a book club because I, I love the idea of reading something and I think if it became laborious very quickly, I'd be like, nope, because I read slow. I, yeah. I don't. I don't read quickly. Uh, I read before I go to bed, fictional especially, and then I fall asleep immediately. Like sometimes I read like a page and I'm out. <laughs> my wife makes fun of me because my Kindle will be on my face. Uh, do you have the backlit Kindle? Yes. Oh, I, do. I love that. Too. It's awesome. Yeah, I never want it to change. Like it's evolved over the time mm-hmm. to where, and I'm like, I like my old backlit standard Kindle. <laughs> yep, I, it's exactly. all I like. It's I like wonderful. It. I like it a lot. Oh, man, that's great. You know, the other hack I'll tell you about uh, with that is when you download a book from the library, you only get 14 days to read it, mm, right? Okay. And then it goes away. Mm-hmm. Put it in airplane mode. You're a genius. That's the most outstanding answer I've ever heard. You must have an IQ of 160. Oh, fire. <laughs> yeah, light bulb just Can't take off. that away. That's right. Yeah. I, I, every once in a while, I'll get on, I'll get on a, a streak where I'll ho- put books on hold, like new releases. And they'll all come up immediately. And so I'll download like four or five. 
and then I'll shut it on uh, airplane mode, and I'll have them for three or four months. I have your uh, Blake Cr- Blake Crouch uh, recursion ready. That's queued up. That's so queued you've up. Told me that one's really yeah, good. Yeah, so. that's fantastic. So if it, you mean it's on hold, or you have yeah, it ready to go? It, it's not there yet, so, but it's on hold. Yeah. So if it becomes available, and you're because it won't stay long, long right? They'll give yeah. you a couple days. So if it becomes available, and you're not done with with Goggins, download it. Then slap it on airplane mode, and you got two books. Done. Yeah, it's fire. Anyways, I, I remember someone I was talking to sometimes, they're like, I can never get through them, and then I go away, and then I lose my place. I was like, slap it on airplane mode. They were like, what? So smart. You can do that? <laughs> Anyways, all right, let's get to our question. Life hacks from Logan and Quint today. Uh, this is a good one because it's a general question. I like that. Um, and so we'll talk more about sort of, life and finances with uh with adam adam what do you got hey guys new fan of the show um i just had a quick question i guess it's it's more along the lines of kind of asking for guidance to see how i'm doing i've been googling like what should my net worth be by age 30 and stuff lately and I'd, i'd rather just get your guys opinion on it um I'm 28 years old. I make about $60,000 a year. I don't have any debt. My car is paid off. Um, I save and invest about 25% of my income, and that goes towards my Roth 401k, my Roth IRA. I have a non-retirement account at Vanguard, and then I have uh, 5% going to my emergency fund, which at this point has like a year and a half of expenses. So I'm pretty much just planning on using part of that um, to have like a 20% down payment on a house when I get one eventually. So that's like 30% of my income total. So I was just wondering, um, you know, if you guys had any tips or tricks or anything or any feedback on how I'm doing, I kind of feel stagnant because my net worth has been 150,000 since like November of last year. And I've been investing at this point for 10 years. So I, I know just to, you know, stay the course and stuff, but any words of encouragement or, you know, any constructive criticism is welcome. So thank you guys for your time. Okay, this is great because I have these conversations with young people a lot, mm-hmm. and each time I have them, I had one at breakfast just this morning, uh, each time I have a conversation, I I think of something else to add, you know, in like 10 years, it's going to be a two-hour course on... You're going to you have know. to write another book. Yeah. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I, we are going to write another book. We're going to write a book for retirees on how to efficiently retire because I think people don't know mm-hmm. how to do that. But anyways, another another um, subject altogether. Um, my first thought, Adam, is, yeah, stay away from all the where you should be at 38 or 40 or (laughs) I mean, literally that's garbage. I I mean, I don't know how that would even be measured. It's terrible garbage, throw it in the trash. It's more about your goals, your personal goals. So I, I don't know what those goals are, but you need to have them. And then you monitor your progress against those goals. That's what I think should happen. So at 28 years old, you're, you, you mentioned putting 5% away of your, of your salary, uh, of your, of your wages. That's three grand a year towards a house. So how quickly do you want to own a house? When, when, when is your goal to, to own a home? Is it by 30? Is it 35? Is it, you know, whatever. So I would, I would encourage you more to have short, medium, and, and long-term goals. Isolate yourself t- 
to, to those goals and don't worry about where anybody else says you should be. So I had some very aggressive goals that I felt could only be achieved by being in business for myself. So I went into business for myself. I had an aggressive goal to be uh, somewhere financially at 40. I had another aggressive goal to be somewhere financially at 50. I hit the aggressive goal uh, at 40, and I about had a midlife crisis when I hit it because it was such a big goal. Like when I set it at the time, I mean, looking back, I'm like, gosh, I should have set, I should have set the goal bigger. I mean, that sounded trite. I, I just should have, I could have achieved more, I think, if I set the goal higher. But nonetheless, I set the goal, I achieved the goal. And because it was such a big goal that I had been working towards for so many years, when I hit it, I was like, I literally, I, I tailspinned mentally. It was not pretty. And the result of that, however, is DIY money because uh, I went away for several days personally. I kind of sojourned and I came away knowing that I needed to help more people. Like, like I thought to myself, we got to help more people. We got to take all that we do and what we know and we got to help more people. So DIY money was born as a result of that. My next goal was 50. My goal was I want to be at a specific level when I'm 50 I hit that goal at 45. I hit that goal five years early. Now, there was some wild things that happened that allowed me to hit that goal. So, you know, sometimes a little luck goes a long way, but uh, I was able to hit that. I've only measured myself and where I was versus the goals that I set. So I don't know any other way to do that. Now, a better question would be, I have a goal to retire at 40 or 50 or whatever your personal goal is. How do I get there? Well, then we could talk about, well, you better know how much income you need to live, uh, the lifestyle that you want at 50 or whatever age it is that you set. Then you better work backwards and determine how much money you need to provide that income or assets that you need kicking off that income, whether it's real estate or investments, stocks, bonds, etc., and then work backwards from there and figure out how much money you need to put away every year. Now, a million things can, can impact that goal, right? Market returns, you know, ups and downs, uh, inflation, whatever. But as long as you stay on that trajectory, your odds are pretty high that you'll hit the goal. So, again, I think the idea is, as far as measuring your, yourself, is good, but... Measure it against yourself only and the goals you've set. What say you, Logan? Yeah, I like I like what you're saying. I think that many people make the mistake of looking at something online or talking to people or whatever and setting a mental number goal that you have, I want this dollar amount in the bank or in investments or whatever. And I think that at least in in my life, I try to set those goals around other things that are life goals. So for instance, um, we have a goal. My wife is about to go to PA school, which is a significant cost that she'll take out loans for and things. Um, But we have a goal that one year after graduation, we want to have her debt completely paid off. Um, and, but that's not just a goal to do that. It's an association with other goals that potentially at that point, we would like to be able to have children if we want to. So having that financial freedom at that point means maybe she can stay at home, doesn't have to work during that time period. 
XXX. So associating the financial dollar amount goal with what your life goals are and what you want to do is so important, especially living the life you want to live or being able to travel and do what you want and and focusing on what is important to you in life and then making sure your financial goals kind of line up with what that goal is for for life. So let me say what I just heard. Mm -hmm. Your wife's going to go to a PA school. Yep. It's going to be a significant expense. Yep. And then she's going to stay home with the kids. Maybe. No, I mean, what she wants to do is PA school is nice because of the flexibility that allows her to work part-time, bring in income through that that field. Um, so the goal would be, okay, if she needed to take a year when the kids are young to not work and then work part-time from there, then she could do so. Or take several years and then go back if she wanted to. Exactly. I have a physical therapist wife. I know this all too well. Uh, Undergraduate, master's degree, worked a few years. And then ultimately when we had kids 15 years ago, did not go back to work. So, however, we keep her license up every year, every two years, whatever it is that she needs to renew it. We pay the expense. She does all the classes because I always view it as a nice little insurance policy. Right. Uh, Because ultimately now it's a matter of, okay, um, you know, if ever she needed to, to go back to work, she could. And it's good income that would be there. Uh, Again, I think that the situation is you need to determine where it is you want to be. So you have $150,000 net worth at 28. Well, if you want to be a millionaire by 35, yeah, you're probably not on the path. You're you're probably sucking. Like, get it, get it, get it together. (laughs) Almost numbchucked you. You don't even realize. Ouch. (laughs) If, however, you want to be financially independent and retire, you know, in your 50s, uh, and and be well ahead of of 90 percent, 95 percent of Americans, you're doing pretty good. Mm -hmm. But again, it I don't know what it is you want, what it is that you want to achieve. I will say this. I've not analy- I've not overanalyzed this yet, but I might. When someone tries to measure themselves against what the world says, like how am I doing? There's a deeper uh, insecurity there that craves. I'm going to annoy you right now, and I don't mean to, but but there's a deeper insecurity that craves sort of affirmation. Okay. Like, tell me I'm doing good. Yeah. So I can feel good about myself. Mm-hmm. And I think you, I see this in clients sometimes. I don't care what I've seen this in clients that have ten million dollars. I see this in clients that have a million dollars. The dollar amount's irrelevant. That deserves a deeper dive. Mm-hmm. So I would encourage you, Adam, to dive into that a little bit, and maybe. I'm misreading it, and you're like, no, I don't really care. I'll never look at a survey again. Like, I, don't, I don't need to worry about that. I don't need affirmation from anybody. Great. Perfect. But if for some reason that keeps coming back around, you need to analyze that a little bit. I like it. All right. Great question. Hope that was helpful. I love setting goals. I, I, I mean, this is the time of year that I reflect back on the previous year. Um, I'm a journaler. I like to write on a regular basis. I don't have any, I don't have to write every day. I don't have to write every, you know, I just, I do it when I need to write. And one of the things I find very helpful is I go back and I read what I wrote the previous year. Uh, And again, it's not every day. So it's not like I'm reading 365 entries, but it's, you know, it, it might be 25. It might be every couple of weeks or whatever it is, or 
in bear markets like we're in now, it's like every other day. But uh, nonetheless, I, I go back and I read and I reflect on things that, that I wrote. And one of the things that I found is this year, which has been very helpful, is 2022 obviously was a very difficult year in the markets. And that tends to overshadow a lot of my writings. I vent and I talk about you know strategy or whatever just to get it out on paper. But I also then tend to forget all the good things that have happened. And it's nice to go back and read about all the good things and remind myself that it wasn't just a crappy year. It was a good year. There was a lot of good that happened as well. So anyways, reflect uh, and then you know, kind of repurpose and be ready to go for the new year. That's, that's my goals. Yeah. All right. Let's wrap it up. Uh, remember, we need those questions. Keep them coming. Send us to podcast at DIYmoney.org. That's podcast at DIYmoney.org. And the secret to wealth is pretty simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest. Do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.